Welcome back to Brews with the Homies. This is your host, Brews with D Bro. On this episode, we got a special guest, Bruce Clues. But before we get into this episode, I gotta say a big thanks to you listeners for listening in. Um, we've been seeing a lot of numbers coming up, and we just want to take the time to say thank you. We appreciate everything that you guys do. And on top of it, I gotta say a big thanks to Mr. Heron over here, he's been hard at work at editing and making sure these videos and the audio is getting out to you guys. So a big round of applause for you, Mr. Heron. We appreciate you. And how's it going, fellas? Pretty good. Already no, doing pretty, pretty good. Pretty solid. Mm -hmm. So we got Bruce Clues here. For you guys that don't know, that's the man. The myth. The myth. <laughs> As he likes to say. As I like to say. But yeah, let's get into it. We um, met you at Beer Zombies. You're always there at our events. You know, we support you. You support us. It's kind of that cool connection, as we always talk about in the craft beer community, meeting people, getting to share kind of experiences and the whole shebang. So we wanted to have you on here, kind of talk about your journey, what you do, and I'll let you have the floor. You brought a beer for us to share. I brought another one, so... I'll let you do the first one and talk about yourself a little bit. Perfect, perfect. So first things first, let's talk about the beer then. Okay, let's go straight into no, it. First things. So this is a Humble Sea, Starfish is Born. Uh, this one is actually from my friend Jeff, um, the other half of Bruce Clues, and he's out in LA area. Okay. So what he, I don't think he has it anymore. He had a subscription to, um, you know how you have those beer delivery services? Yep. Uh, Untapped has one. Um, I think who who's the other one that has one? The Tavor. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So it was T something. Yeah. But yeah, he had Tavor, and you know when you get one of those beer subscriptions, the hardest thing to do is whittle down the fridge because they yeah. keep coming. Yeah. yeah. You're like, and you pick up stuff locally. You keep selecting stuff online, and next thing you know, you're flooding your fridge and. Your beer everybody. fridge becomes more than a beer fridge, and then your regular fridge becomes more of a beer fridge. And you're just like, Start oh, yeah. crossing those boundaries. Like, yeah. oh, it's for food. Now yeah. it's for beer. Oh, now what? we can't shop at Costco anymore. <laughs> you, gotta, <laughs> you can't get the bulk. But can't uh, get the bulk. Yeah, so he's been whittling down his fridge. He canceled that subscription. He's been trying to go towards more uh, our local craft brewers over there. Nice. And we had that... Um, the Mumford earlier, so that's one of them that he's trying to grab more locally and support them. Um, after trying, you know, a bunch of stuff stateside, you know, you might as well try the ones that are local to your area first and support them before you start hopping everywhere yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. Most definitely. Yeah, so um, this is an older one, but it's a good one. I mean, um, Humble Sea, I've only had a couple of them. Have you guys had? Yeah, I've Humble had them a few times. Um, we've had it at the shop, right? Yeah, with, um, we've had Humble Sea at the shop, and then we also had it, we've also had it on the golf course as well. Yep, um, I know a couple times when I've gone down there, um, Bottlecraft usually carries them, um, so we've gotten a wide selection. I, I like a lot of their stuff. I know we've had a couple too, to where they have like a wide range. I know they do a lot of like singles, and then they go up to triples, and then I think we've even had a couple, they're like Pilsners or Lagers. Right, right. So this one, I think you were saying double? Yeah, right? this one, um, it says it's a, well, this is one of those things on Untapped, you know, it lists it as a new, England hazy IPA, but in the description it says it's a DDH foggy IPA. Okay, so double so, dry hot foggy IPA. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then what's the ABV on this one? This is a seven percenter. 
Nice. Okay, so it's well, like kind of in that percentage of a single, almost a double. Well, yeah. salute here, fellas. Okay, cheers. Cheers. Salute, salute, salute. Uh, gotta get over there. Get all the clinks. Oh, 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 there oh. You go. last one. They finally touch. Alright. <laughs> Thoughts? Nice. We'll let you lead it off. So, one of my favorite hops is Citra. I will say my number one favorite hop is Nelson. Like I just like the creaminess. I know it's real controversial, yes, especially if you go to Beer Zombies. I know a lot of haters for Nelson, but that is my favorite. I like the creaminess out of it. Second favorite, I got to say Citra. So I really do get a lot of Citra out of this. And I think you taste it more because it's not perfectly cold. And you can taste you know, more individual hops when the beer warms up. So I really like the Citra out of it. Um, it says that it also has the Centennial uh, Amarillo and the Galaxy. Yeah. What do you guys taste more? So Galaxy is one of my favorite hops. We've talked about it a couple times before. Yeah. I like Galaxy because I feel like every time I've had it, very like creamy, juicy. You get a lot of like very uh, approachable flavors. Yeah. So it's funny when you say like that Citra is like your second favorite because I know some people really don't like Citra. And then you go to Nelson, so kind yeah. of controversial when you have those two coming together. What but, you're trying to say, he has a unique taste. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, he has a good taste because if you do those right, yeah. then you get a really good beer. Yes. I will say that Galaxy is my third. Okay, so there I you will go. put that no, as my number three. So in this beer, you got two out of the three. I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. And it's it's fairly close to Simcoe and Fourth. Entirely different, yeah. but I like that stickiness out of it. So mm -hmm. I would I put that number four. What would you say as your top three? You guys all have different ones. Uh, I would say Galaxy, Citra, and then Nelson because I have a love hate with that. It's like I've had it not done very well, but then I've had the banger ones that are like okay, it brings it back up. Uh -huh. The ones that like. That gets your attention. Yeah. Citra is always good because a lot of the good breweries, if you know how to do such, like Monkish yeah. does it really well, Fit Ins, like when you do a good Citra, it's always great. But Galaxy got introduced with it. So like Monkish does it really well. What do you think, Karen? Strata Strata's pretty good. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, a good Strata, one. Strata, you know, you get all these hot varieties and you're like, what the hell is this? But, you know, I'm, I don't know. They all taste a little bit different. The only way to really kind of figure it out is just to go ahead and have a beer that is just only one hop. Yeah, single hop. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, that's interesting, but it does a different brewery make it a little different yeah. to where it tastes different. So yeah. you're like, okay, that's still the same hop, but what, what did they change? The malt, you know, uh, malt bill. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's always interesting when we talk about the, the hops because we haven't really dip, dove into it yet. So... Yeah, it reminds me of like when we did some of those like blind tasting episodes way back in the day. We need to do more of those yeah. to where we try to identify like where individual hops. Yep, yeah, and like where the uh, beer is from, like what part of the West Coast, East Coast, or what brewery if we could kind of like attach it. Yeah. So that's where like when we got into the hops. I know Green Sheet does it. They'll do a couple single or double hop ones where they have pairs, so you could kind of yeah. start to like figure out pinpoint. Which and, ones? and I think that's the perfect example, getting the single hop so you yeah. know. And I always Taste look for that because I really can't tell if I'm getting a blend. There's Sometimes there's like five hops in yeah. one and people are like, oh, I taste this, I taste that. I was like, I've never had that on its own. So yeah. I don't know what that's supposed to taste like, but I taste these hops that I've had yeah. out of it. So, so uh, for my my hops, Nelson's number one. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. So <laughs> that, it's kind of funny that how that pans out. And then... 
Galaxy's number two, and then Citra's number three. Oh, yeah, wow. I mean, yeah. we've had so many good beers, that well, it's hard so, to kind yeah. of... Well, so my all-time favorite beer is the main hop in it is New England. Or not New England, the, shit. Wow. Well, New Zealand. Zealand. No, it's Nelson. 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 Yeah, okay. it's Nelson. And so for me, I was like, anytime I have Nelson, I, I can, I, like, I'd be like, ah, this has similarities to this yeah, beer. It and yes. and then it just, like... Trip down memory lane. Makes so you got basically the opposite of PTSD yeah. with. <laughs> yeah. So when like when like it's funny when the guys at the shop talk about Nelson, they're like shitting on it. I'm like yeah. the guy in the corner that's like, okay, not I'm not gonna raise my hand. <laughs> it's like a, it's like that episode of SpongeBob where they go to Winnie Hut Junior and they go over to the biker bar and they're trying to weed him out. Yeah, that's me. I'm SpongeBob. Patrick <laughs> sitting there like, oh my god, shut up! I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> Yeah, I take the hate. I'm just like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. You know, everybody's palate's different. So I think that's what makes craft beer craft beer, right? Yeah. Because the most interesting part is knowing everybody's opinion. Like, you guys have all said a little bit different other than me and you. We've had pretty much the same. But everybody has a different palate. Everybody has a different opinion towards certain tastes. So. Mine's like Citra and Galaxy, though, really. Yeah. It's one of the basic ones, so yeah, it's I'm like, more of the creamy. I like the creamy IPAs a lot, so it's really yeah. good. So it's tough because, like, I know, like, where you'll see some of like West Coast style. Cause my dad likes it a lot. Like, you'll see like some random like Idaho Seven, and then you get some like experimental hops. I like when breweries like to throw some extra like different yeah. things at you to get different uh, profiles of taste. But you kind of just those are the ones that are usually gravitated towards because they're the ones to where across the u.s they're really good and when they're done well it's mm-hmm. like everyone gravitates towards those i mean i'm sure there's a couple that we're missing that they're done very well and i'm sure people will be like you forgot about these two or three hops that are yeah. incredible hey, it's okay but they can let us know yeah they'll have to let us know they gotta we'll have to get know. more beers with different stuff because i try yeah. to do that every once in a while but like you said it's hard to get when it's not those three like major ones right as a single like not a lot of places because you could waste the batch completely if you do like an experimental hop or if you do a hop that people don't like do a whole batch yeah what happens if it doesn't come out good what happens if people don't like it so you kind of got to stick to what people know and like it's hard to branch out and do oh i'm gonna do a single hop this and then mass producer do a release and then people not like it yeah so it's always a i agree and i feel like people should uh speak up more about like what they like and what they don't like because i feel like brewers are also a little bit confused on what will be hit and they're you know you don't always want to take the risk especially in craft beer that's true where you just don't know where you know your next beer is going to come from whether you should do something that's going to appeal to masses or risk it a little bit yeah so i I really feel like people should uh talk about more about which hops they like and comment on it especially on things like untapped or even on your guys podcast or yeah. whatever so videos you, you inspired me so the next time they bring it up at the shop i'm gonna plant the flag on the hill, and I'm gonna climb <laughs> hill. but here on brews with the homies we do we drink the beer we talk about the beer and we kind of talk in between but we have a famous rating system that james has come up with oh okay so we're gonna have james do his famous rating of this beer because like he didn't like it because it's gone gone. so (laughs) like we're gonna have him rate it and then we're gonna kind of go through and kind of rate it from there and we'd use the untap rating system but james has a special rating system so my famous rating is a, a part of the take your clothes off good so basically, it's again a one to five. Okay. So five, my five is like new beach in Spain, really. 
It's like all the clothes are off here. Okay. The I'm so glad that we're going here. Sorry to interrupt. I was like, we have to take off clothes? No, 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 no. How much do you like this beer? Take it off yeah. and show off. us. No, no, no. That's not this kind of podcast. No, no, no. You can find that at Only Beers, though. Oh, okay. Uh, subscribe sense. to our Only Beers, and then you can see the full episode. I said Beers not really like the ratings. That's pretty unique. I like that a lot, though. No, but uh, my four is like a shirt and like pants off. So you still have the underwear on, you know, the socks on. But yeah, it's a really good solid beer. So that's where I'd give it is a shirt and shorts versus a four. So Okay, that's a really good good system. And I agree with that. I agree with that rating. Right on. Heron, take the floor. I mean, nothing really stands out at me. It doesn't like, uh, it doesn't tickle me in any one direction. It really just, it's kind of whatever hops are in there, they really play well together. And they kind of just like dance a little bit. But it, it gives you enough flavor. Like, I don't know. It's got it's got enough, like, bite to it and, yeah. and interestingness where, like, it's a good beer. But it, nothing, like, super stands out. So I guess, you know, a four or yeah. whatever that looks like in practice. Whatever that looks yeah. like. Yeah, a four. <laughs> well, in retail. No. <laughs> <laughs> I always go off that system to where on top, one through five, just multiply it by the 20, like, out of 100. So, like, a four mm-hmm. is, like, a solid 80, right? Like, it's, right. The B still great, you know. You're getting to that point. Heron hit it. It's good across the board, right? It's hitting the notes. It's done well. It's a safe play, like yeah. this. Easily sell, easily marketable. Great beer. But we've had so many great beers. It always goes back to we have really good beer on the podcast, but at this point, our standards are so high. Exactly. Like, so when we get to those ratings, we want to let people know like when we get to those really good beers oh damn like this is what stood out we like funky stuff we like when that hop is like really showcasing or if there's like a wave of flavor where they perfectly pin place things uh, like we had uh, one pre-podcast beer like green cheek their cocoa hut series we have the one with pineapple M- many months old yeah. but still could hit that coconut flavor to where it's not like artificial you still get like right. a really nice coconut creamy taste and the pineapple's still slightly there. Uh, like that stuff like wows you, right? Yeah. And it's like a risk that they take. You got to put it all together. So still going with a four on this one. So for me, the baseline is like a beer that is good, but like doesn't really stand out yeah. is a four for me. So yeah. this is a four, but kind of like you were talking about it. The beers in between, like when you do like a bottle share or like when you're drinking with a lot of people, this is a perfect beer to have in between of like, Something that you had like that was a heavily sour, have, like the smoothie style. Like this is a good one to kind of like clean your palate, get the get back get, get into back it, into it yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Because with this one, like Karen was saying, it's a the hops dance with you. Yeah. They're, they're there, but it's not like something that's like oh wow. It's like oh this is good. Like I can enjoy this. So yeah. I, I'll, I'll stick with the four on that one. Mm-hmm. All right. And I think JB brought up a great point. It depends where your ceiling's at, right? Yeah. yeah. Depends what you've had. If you've had a really great beer, then suddenly the standards are different. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. It, it also matters what your floor is at. Yeah. Because I feel like that's just as important as the ceiling. Because if you if you haven't had terrible beer, then you don't know where to exactly put it. You got to have both a ceiling and a floor. So. Yeah. Before you before you got here, we had a beer that was extremely flat that uh, that we all. Yeah, <laughs> I was like a lager that it out. basically yeah. tasted like apple juice champagne mm-hmm. so it's like oh now we know what that off flavor is right like gotta yeah. remember that for yeah. one of these times but so let's kind of get in and transition more to you how did yeah. you get into the craft beer journey how, 
what made you gravitate towards that and like why do you keep pursuing it kind of get that whole story yeah absolutely so i would say my friend jeff who's the other half of bruise clues um out in la he's the one that got me into even before craft beer into any kind of alcohol at all so he's the one that started that whole journey and then we were like you know as everybody starts you're not drinking craft beer to start out with unless you know one of you guys yeah, that's right, on right, the right. get-go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we started out drinking, you know, like just the plain shock tops and blue moons of the world. And even that, that back then, that's considered like, oh yeah, like, that's, that's really crowd. That's, yeah. right. special, that's yeah. real, something, something, something special. Zone a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's something a little different. Um, so we started out with that and then it just kind of started spinning after that because it's like, well, let's try this. Let's try that. I remember our uh, one of our favorite beers at the time, which was to us, which was craft craft. Like, oh, nobody knows about this, even though it's pretty mainstream. Was the Sam Adams Cherry Wheat? Oh, okay. okay. That was like our go-to. We would literally go and like play basketball in the park and be like, oh, dude, the most refreshing thing right now would <laughs> yeah. be a Sam Adams Cherry Wheat. <laughs> we'd pop in that at um, out of Ralph's, out of a grocery store in, in California, and we'd grab a six pack of that and just be throwing back because it's nice it's light yeah, it's yeah. refreshing so that's where it originally started and then of course you know mr jeff being mr jeff he gets other ideas he's like well let's try this let's try that and it's just kind of spinballed and i would just be like all right let's try it all right let's try it and for me um one of the things that defined me as a person is i am very open to very new experiences new things if it's new it, it takes very little convincing for me because I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. So it's like Joseph over here with triples. Once he hears the trip, oh, he is like, instant. Huh. Here's my card. Take it. Give me some. <laughs> try it. Let's take see my money. <laughs> so tripping animals, you're just always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, no, wrong tripping. But, yeah. It's like, oh, no, I, I love tripping animals. I love their stuff. But yeah, yeah that triple IPAs, quads. And then nowadays I've kind of re- kind of rewinded back to loggers, pilsners, and Put enjoying the full. Yeah, well, I'll never. This is my new love and joy that I'll never. <laughs> I'm so curious. I've with. been looking at this thing. I'm eyeballing this. Like, it's so hard to focus. I'm okay, like... so we'll let you continue, but just so we can sip on it and talk about it as yeah. we go. Um, this is a barrel age written in the stars. So this is from Mortalis and Imprint. It's their barrel age version of the one we had on the podcast way back. So... I will make sure in the description to link that episode, talk about it, just put a little blurb in there so you guys could go back because we love that one. I remember it. Now to see it barrel aged, I've always loved Mortalis barrel aged stuff. So kind of cool to have imprint in them. Do it because I think we recommended, oh, we would love to see it yeah. barrel aged back then. So it's cool to see it almost a year later. Boom, it's there. So, so I had to grab it. The name of this reminds me of a book like it reminds me of an author nicholas sparks like this uh, feels like a nicholas oh, yeah. sparks. <laughs> written in the stars written in the stars presented by nicholas sparks <laughs> and then like the label on there we'll put it up there for people to see but it's like it's a guy and a girl chilling looking at the stars yeah nice. like, on it's like a high school like reading material there <laughs> that's where he was going sparks. on that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> your summer reading material but it's drinkable so. and don't ask nice. me how i know who nicholas sparks is mm-hmm. Cheers, cheers. Smooth. Smooth. Ooh. Mm, very smooth. 
Alright, who wants to take this one first? Because there's some... Hold on. I need, a, I need a second one. Okay. The first one, I feel like, doesn't do it justice. Okay. I feel like I feel like there was so much that happened that it like kind of just went over my head. And I was like, Ooh, what? Yeah, sometimes you have to take a little time to yeah. appreciate it. But as... Okay, we'll give each other all some time. We'll let you continue with your story oh, yeah. on that journey. Absolutely. So, we were at the Cherry Wee. Nice, refreshing. And he started getting into... A lot of other craft beer and I was just kind of tagging along so he was the guy he was the quote-unquote bad influence or good influence depending how you <laughs> look plug. at it <laughs> the plug <laughs> so um, that's how I slowly got into it um, just kind of following his lead and he would be picking up new types of beer he's the one that introduced me into sours in fact that's when actually I got more into beer because before that I was just kind of like oh yeah I like this yeah this is cool but then when you start distinguishing different things within the st certain styles, I feel like that's when you're actually into craft beer and the craft so beer. It's funny that you say that because that's how I felt when Heron and Joseph here first got into craft beer. Like they kind of like I was there kind of like trying a few and I was like, oh, this is like uh, this is OK. Like right. this isn't something like I would always drink, but like I would always try. Right. And they finally gave me my all-time favorite beer and I had it and ever since that moment forward I was like oh my god this is amazing like so my my question is I guess to follow this up is is what was that do you remember the name of the sour or what brewery that sour was from um I don't remember because they're you know they kind of came in waves right? yeah yeah like the the biggest ones you can remember are like the 450 wave yeah. and like the raw wave yeah. and things like that so I think I'm not even sure. It definitely wasn't great notion because they. I feel like they started a little bit later. So I feel like it might have been originally some 450s that we got our hands yeah. on, and that was when distribution was really tough. Like yeah. they, you oh, couldn't yeah. get them. Yeah, no. tough. So I believe it might have been a 450 here and there. Nice. Um, and you know, back then 450s when they came out. It was like you had to wait in yeah. line, line, like line you up. You had to know it. someone. You had to get a ship. Like it's just a whole. Yeah, whole it, was, it was a whole situation. Um, but yeah, so start out uh, basically just following him, get into different beers, and then I just kind of were, was like, all right, you know what? This is actually something really interesting to me because you constantly have something new. Like I said, I'm I'm big on new things. Yeah. So you constantly have an influx of new things you can try, and what's life if you're not going to experience it, right? Yeah. So um, I started searching for it and started looking like, oh, where can I get new beer? And then, you know, untapped is basically a bad influence or a good influence yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> and then you start searching on untapped, like what's a verified venue? What's, you know, I'm, I like this particular beer, like or somebody else had it. Now where can I find it in my area? And they have those tools. And then you start going out of your way for these things. So that's how I started doing all that. And then I just kind of started doing it on my own. He started doing it on his own. And one day, um, this was actually, I believe, last year, that I just, I went to, um, he has a son, and it was his birthday. And I was talking to him on the ride. I was like, hey, we should do some type of Instagram. Like, I feel like other people need to know about this. Like, they need to know what kind of good stuff is there because there's so many people out there, when you mention beer, who haven't been in craft beer, like, oh, no, I don't like beer. Because they, they associate it with, like, the Bud Lights of the world yeah. or, like, you know, some bad times in college where just, yeah. you know. Chugging random shit. Yeah. yeah, or they have a concept of dark beer. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, no, no I don't like dark beer because... 
they've had one dark beer in their life and yeah, maybe they didn't like it, but your taste also changes as you grow and there's a whole world out there. So I started talking to him about it and I was like, and I actually have the perfect name for it. Let's base it off of a childhood show that we like, yeah. The Blues Clues. Let's do it, The Brews Clues. We can just have stickers where we place in different parts of town. People see it and there's, there's a clue. We can, you know, certain times we can just throw up a sticker somewhere, post it and be like, hey, find this and, you know, you get a little reward at the end. And I think JV found yeah, one recently so, too. Yeah, we, uh, I was at Astronomy and then um, I remember like vaguely that you posted it like, a, like it was almost like a month, a month yeah. before I went there and I was like, oh, I know where that's at and I totally forgot about it. And I went there and I was like, Wait a second. <laughs> and I was like, I took a picture and sent it to him. I was like, hey, I think I found it. So that was cool. It's just like those little things that you're like, wait, like it just flashed in your mind. I was like, okay. So I sent him the picture and then you gave me the Corey's, one of the Corey's style of, for their uh, collab with, um, what coffee was it? The Was it Dark Moon? Yeah, like the local club. It was, yeah. it was one of the local clubs. Yeah. They, they did four separate ones. Empty collectible? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> gave me an empty. No, yeah. we're in town. We're good. Congratulations. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was yeah. a buddy to buddy transaction. Yeah. I, I ain't sending it across the U.S., you know. We may. Uh, okay. So it's okay. funny that you talked about um, with Jeff, like yeah. you guys wanted to start an Instagram page because, like, you figure people should know about this. Yeah. So, like, when Joseph and I were living together, like, I, we always had people over, and, like, when we got into craft beer, people were like, dude, craft beer, that's gross. We're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You got to drop the stigma at the door. Yeah. We can find something that will pique your interest for you to try. Mm -hmm. and, exactly. and literally, everybody that came by, oh, craft beer, that's gross. No, no, no. Yeah. What do you think about this? Ooh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Let me try it. We pour it out. Oh, that's really good. You got any more? We're like, okay, cool. Let, let's, let's, here's another one. Here's a different one. Let me know what you think. And then from there, once their guard was dropped, everybody started getting into it more. There's actually a couple of my friends that like came over and tried it. Yeah. Now they're heavily into craft beer. They always go to, uh, they always go to, uh, what's the grocery store that carries them all? Uh, well, you mean the like gas station? Speedy Mart. They go to Speedy Mart all the time, sending me pictures. Hey, have you had this one? Hey, this one was great. You should get it. And then they end up texting me, Hey, I'm out of astronomy, or Hey, I'm over here. Like, you want anything? I'm like, No, I'm good. Like, I, I still got a, I still got a lot of my food. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because like we always say, drop, drop it at the door. There's a, a craft beer for everyone. And so far, we've, we've had a pretty high success rate. Of just having people try stuff. My girlfriend, yeah. she absolutely hated beer, mm -hmm. and then we gave her some four fifty, and then she's there you fucking go. right there. Oh, I love beer. Oh yeah, yeah, you do. You remember yep. a couple months ago when you said you hated it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And that that has happened so many times with me ever since this Instagram, where I've gotten people into beer. They're like, no, 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 I don't want to try. Like, I just like just give me the regular, you know, whatever they like. Usually, I'm like, just try it. If let's do this. We're both here. Yeah. Let me order this. If you don't like it, I'll drink it. And you know what? We'll do it again. Yeah. I'll double fist, if anything. Yeah. yeah, boom. You know? And like the third time, all right, get your regular one. Yeah. But at least taste it. Yeah. You get no harm, no foul. I'll drink it. Because I know I like these two, and I think you might. Yeah. So then they get into it, and they're like, oh. And then now I'm getting all these kind of messages like, hey, what did I like over there? I was like, doesn't matter. You like the style. You like 
these things about it. That's the main thing. Yeah. It's not about the particular beer. It's what flavors and what went into it. That's what you like. And then, you know, sometimes they joke with me, too. They're like, oh, this guy, he caused all this. Now I'm spending all this money on craft yeah, beer. Right. I was like, I can't be trapped in this alone. Like, yeah, I got to share it with everyone. I'm not going to be by myself. But that's a good point. I think a lot of people sometimes get, like, trapped into that feeling of, what was that beer? Yeah. Oh, I had that beer. I loved it. I need that one. Yep. Like, you see that beer zombies. Even when we've been in there, people will come in and be like, hey, do you still have that beer? No. But it's like... Any of us now, it's like that point to where we've been in there so much. We've been, we could be like, oh well, if Matt's busy, Andrew's busy, someone's busy at the bar, be like, hey, we could recommend this, this, or they always come up with good recommendations. So it's that style, right? Like, what did you like about that beer? It's always like the great question asked, like, yeah. oh, you like the blueberry now? Oh, you like that? It was a light, refreshing beer. Mm -hmm. You can always find something, even if they never had craft beer. What do you like about that Coors Light that you have? Yeah. Oh, it's Chuggle. Oh, let's get you a Montucky. Let's step you up one. Like, start to get you Baby into steps. Yeah. Yeah. So it's always a fun time to see and, like, experiment with people. Be like, hey, try this. If you don't like it, offer another option or we got you. So that's what's always nice about kind of that interaction. Yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite things is when people are so against stouts in particular because they're just like dark beer in general right it's the evil of the world my same thing with the guinness that was my first thing that you said like i tried a guinness well i was an island yeah. believe it or not at the factory and i was like oh man this is so sick i learned how like to produce it all that stuff and then you get a free pint at the end of the dime and it's just like i drink and i was like struggling struggling <laughs> and i was like you know what bartender you can have my beer so right it's like i'm never gonna drink a dark beer ever again and then again you get the stouts and stuff like that it's a totally different yeah. ball game right there yeah. and it kind of transitions perfectly into our set we're having right now yeah, so sure we got to talk about it because this is warmed up really nice by the way yeah. i i have to like yeah. cut you off there because yeah. that warmed up it gives you kind of a different perspective than i had when it was a little bit colder yeah. so that's why we always recommend like especially we try to do better with this is especially with stouts don't have it completely like ice cold have it yeah. at a perfect mm -hmm. serving temperature then kind of let it warm up to appreciate everything about it, especially a barrel age. So you get more of that barrel characteristic. This one in particular, I wish I knew which barrel it came from right. because my journey in this one, and I'll see what you guys think, is you kind of get such a mellowed out smoothness. And I think that's from the coconut in it, but that kind of chocolate rich texture is there throughout. So I think this one is one of those rides of where Nothing is gonna overpower it at any point. It's a very smooth ride, but you still get tons of chocolate flavor, tons of coconut to smooth it out. But the coconut's not overwhelming. It's not gonna be something to where, oh, I only taste coconut. Nope, chocolate, coconut play very well together. You get a little bit of a barrel, because I wouldn't guess, or most people wouldn't right off the bat, that this is a, like a 13.5%. Yeah. Like you would even guess like, oh, this is like a lighter stout, like 10% because of just how drinkable it is. As it warmed up though, you get a lot more of that smooth characteristic throughout. So it's kind of funny that you say this, because when I first when we first had it cold, all I got was the coconut, and then I got a little bit of the barrel at the end. And it was like, okay, this is interesting. As it warmed up, it goes, for me, it goes coconut, then the cocoa nibs, because I'm like, ooh, this is like really sweet, I like this. And then the, the bourbon barrel at the end is not as like, like, you know the bourbon taste where it kind of like burns or you get like, it's like punching you in the mouth. It doesn't really punch me in the mouth. It's nice and 
calm and yeah. tame. Yeah, and like this whole thing is like, oh man, this is delicious. Look at me breaking down. I know. Look at you. Who would have guessed that a year ago? <laughs> yeah, because I think they said on this one, bourbon barrel aged imperial stout, condition on Jamaican blue mountain coffee, Ecuadorian cocoa nibs, and a hundred plus pounds of toasted coconut. Wow. So it's a it's a big one, and a lot of stuff goes into it to make it that complex, right? Yeah. That's where you get up into that rating that gets over a four because of the complexity, the layers, the ability to put those flavors together and not be harsh because when you get a barrel, we've had really strong barrels. We appreciate it. Some people don't, but that could be like too harsh. But this one is just, that's why I want to know which barrel because it's so relaxed with yeah. the flavors. It plays very well. And I think it's very different because some stouts, when you drink them, when they have those complexities, they taste more layered, right? You mm -hmm. taste this, then you taste this, then you taste this. This is more of a symphony. Everything's yeah. mm -hmm. very yeah. well balanced and it's put together very well where it just, I don't know, it just joins together like a perfect right angle joint. Yeah. yeah. I, I've had to drink this much to try to figure it out as you guys were all talking about it. I'm like, okay, I have to throw some input on this. On the nose, I get basically kind of like coconut, of course, the chocolatey nature of it, and then... Um, and, and then a little bit of burn on the nose. And then when I taste it, I'm like, okay, now I'm tasting like kind of like kind of like a coconut milk in a way, where it just kind of leaves that like like silky texture on I your tongue. I love that explanation. Perfect. And, mm. and, and it's kind of like a brownie. Like when I took the first sip when it was cold, it, it just reminded me of like a, a fudge brownie in a way, where it was just like all chocolate. And then now I'm trying to, I had to pick it out because you guys were talking about it. I'm like, oh shit, I have, I have to say something. So, <laughs> like, let me get complex real quick let me break this down so, so now here it is it still has a nice robust chocolate characteristic but there, there's a little bit of barrel there, there's a little bit of heat on it which i mean i like my mixed drinks strong i think everybody knows that when i make them for people yeah. they're they're strong because i think you got to realize that hey you're still drinking alcohol you know, calm down. Don't drink calm like that. You're, 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 you're not getting ripped off. Yeah, you you're not getting ripped off. Don't drink 10 of these, okay? Like, you drink two or three of my drinks, you're fine, okay? So, you're so fine. this is. <laughs> you're feeling I, I, good. Yeah. Th this is you're definitely okay. on the lower Everything's end. Okay. Yeah. Where I don't taste the 14%. I think that's a little dangerous. Some people like that, some people don't. Yeah. Some that's... people like the taste of alcohol, some people don't. I'm on the camp of the former, where, you know, I like tasting the alcohol in there because i'm like okay all right it has a characteristic you know I, I don't necessarily like getting drunk but the alcohol flavor is is something of of a characteristic whether it be beer or tequila or i mean something i don't necessarily like is vodka but still this has like the slightest amount but it's still quite noticeable it, but it, it's mostly chocolate and a milky kind of silky Coconut coconut milk, yeah. that, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about before, how people have different tastes, right? Yeah. So some people, you know, when you first introduce them to craft beer, they're like, this doesn't taste like alcohol. I don't like it. They want to taste a little bit of that alcohol and you got to just kind of play with it to discover what they actually like. And so that's, that's a good point that you, you know, you like that little bit of bite to it. And I also prefer that in this, this, it, it adds really well to the whole body of it. Yeah. yeah. 
Alright, so we hate to do it to you because we do it to you almost every time. I feel so bad. But <laughs> here, last, not least. But here we go. It's good. It's good. Right? I like it. I get to dissect everyone. He said, we're going to start the quotations on Dylan's side and, and then we're going to hop over here. And, yeah. uh, and they so, used okay. all the words. <laughs> oh, so everything you said. No, it's all good. Um, no, um, off the nose for me, I got a lot of barrel. Okay. Like, I got a lot of barrel. As I. The first time you said it was a lot of like you said a lot of chocolate. Yeah, like you said? brownie. Like when I that's exactly it. what yeah. I was saying. But yeah. now, like as I drink it more, it reminds me of an almond joy. Okay, that's totally yeah. what I think. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. There you I'm go. I'm getting a lot of almond joy. It brought me back in nostalgia a little bit. Yeah, like, you get that chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. With the so that's kind of how like I would smooth. personalize this in a way. But in my famous scale, uh, to start off with the scale here, uh, I do. Shirt and shorts with the socks off. So it's a 4.5. The socks are off. The socks are off. You know that's legit. So it knocked your socks off. Yeah, it knocked my socks off. (laughs) Ooh, I like that. Absolutely. It was a really good. I like it a lot. What's your rating on this? I I would have to probably follow up on that. Something similar. Like, it's really good. It's really good. good. I don't know what a 5 is in my book. Honestly, I'd I'd rate a lot of things a 5 if I could. But if you rate everything a 5, then you're just like... You know, you have no no standards. So yeah, that's a 4.5, I guess. <laughs> You're living in a convertible house. No ceiling. <laughs> As Nakamura says, the ceiling can't hold us right now. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll go with you, Dustin. Oh, you like that one. Well, you throw it to the guy that's over here pissing himself laughing. Um, I will honestly have to give this a 4.7. Okay. I, really I really liked how it warmed up. Yes. Because... You guys, you guys all said it. The beginning when it was cold tasted like chocolate fudge, mm-hmm. and that was the first thing for me. Was like, oh damn! Like, I wonder if there's another bottle where I can make like fudge with this. Like, that would be kind of oh, a cool oh, mix, yeah. you know. But then this more of this warmed up. I'm like, ooh no! Here's the here's the complexity. Here's everything that like it says on the bottle, and like for me, it's just well balanced in my taste profile and i would love to have this maybe a fourth or fifth time so i would definitely give it a four seven yeah um kind of right in between this area i would say a four six i love it i think it's great i think the complexity is there my only thing is it's just it's nitpicking at this point right i think Something like this. I think it's because it's the imprint side. Nothing to imprint. I think they have great stuff. Um, especially, I some of my favorite stuff from them is their collabs with Mortalis. Their Hydra Smoogee was incredible. One of my favorite beers. They did a Hydra Alamo that's like a strawberry ice cream. Awesome. Like Those are the mango one for me. The Hydra Smoogee, the first time I ever had it, it was like a 5 out of 5. Still one of my 5 out of 5 beers. Okay. For a stout... I think, because Mortalis did their version too. hate to say it, but I'm pretty sure Mortalis probably did it just a little bit better. And that's, for me, I think they would have probably made the barrel stand out more. And they would have added another layer of complexity. Because that's what Mortalis does in their stouts. They just really hit the nail on the head with how they're able to layer stouts. I would still rate it a 4.6. I think it's great. It hits all the points that I'm looking for. That's like what you said. You're but just it's nitpicking. just it's nitpicking yeah. at that point, right? right? Right. So that's where I get that 4.6. And yeah, I, everything was said here. It's good. So I want to see what your rating is. So I'm also on the same boat as you. So 4.6 would be my rating for this. Um, I will say I do like how everything 
was married together, but I want to taste a little bit more of the barrel. Yeah. I, I want that more peatiness. Oh, just not too much of it, but nitpicking, you know, dashes here and there. Again, comparing it to, you know, the ceiling, I would say 4.6. It's basically there, but if they just added that it's just little, needs those little yeah, sprinkles. Yeah, that little thing, you know, the little Touch. salt bay action. Yeah. Little, add some peat. It's <laughs> a little... <laughs> Changes to so a I'm interested since you guys had this last year. How did you rate last year? I know you said you like last year's yeah. better. How about the rest of you? What would you rate it compared to last year? To be honest, there was a lot of beer I had since last since year. Since last now. year, <laughs> and last year I didn't really like stouts that much. Okay. So I feel like now that I've came more around to it, I feel like my rating this time around is a lot higher than it was last year. Yeah, I oh, should have yeah, went back thing, and listened you know? to see yeah. what our rating was, but because of course I've gotten a lot better at Untapped. Like, yeah, yeah. Because we were not as good. Oh, I mean, good. I still have a shit ton of check-ins, but I'm getting better. All I remember is, because I'm looking at the description, same stuff in there. Just barrel age, right? But I think it was a lot sweeter. And it had a little bit more thickness to it. Because that's what I'm seeing in the reviews. And But it was rated a lot lower. So last year's version was rated 4.26. And it was only 12%. This year, it's bumped it up a little bit more. And the rating, I think, was 4.41. Uh, so like, you could tell people like barrel age more. They yeah. see the complexity but for me i think i liked last year's more because we didn't have the expectation of the barrel gotcha but i don't know maybe when we go back i was probably like oh i rated a 4.2 because i wish it was barrel age so probably what i said because i think that's something i would say but no i'm um, pretty sure you said that yeah I'm, I'm probably that person yeah. but yeah. i think no matter what at the end of the day it's still great got it on tavor for I think it was like 27 bucks, so you don't have to pay proxies, have it shipped across the U.S. So oh, yeah. To get something like that oh, yeah. directly to your door so we can share it at the price point, amazing. I really enjoyed it. Nice. And I do like, I really like your point of doing the disclaimer because I, 100%, that's a huge factor, right? Yeah. Like you, you can, once you're getting into beer or like a certain style of beer, you're like, you know what? I actually didn't know that much. So yeah. a key thing would be if you ever get your hands on last year's, re-rate it. Yeah, so yeah. like for... For me, like these guys can tell you, I'm not a big coffee person. The coffee taste, coffee smell for me instantly turns me off. Mm. And over the what would you say, nine months, ten months? Yeah, I'd say probably close to the nine months. Yeah, because, nine months yeah. of like having stouts. I finally like grew to appreciate them and grew to like them. Right. And the coffee doesn't really screw me up as much, but. You pour me straight up a cup of coffee, I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but there's only one coffee that I've like actually found out that I liked, and it's Mud Waters, so, okay. like, yeah. But anything else, like, coffee-related, yeah, you can count me out. <laughs> so, I'll join you, too, okay? Yeah. 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 It's okay. Out. It's okay. We'll have tea in the corner. Nice. So, before we continue going on your adventure, yeah. I'm going to announce the next project that we have going together. Absolutely. Super excited. So, we came up with this idea of doing Costco versus Sands Club beer calendar for the month of December. So, both beer calendars are rated for December 1st all the way through December 24th. And we're going to be doing the live tasting, the live reaction on Instagram Live. You can find it at Bruce Clues 
or at Bruce WTH. That's where the live stream is gonna be happening on Instagram. So if you wanna check it out, you guys wanna join us, um, I got the names of both uh, beer calendars here. I'm gonna have JB read them off real yeah, quick. So we have the Sam's Club one, that's an American craft beer advent calendar. It's um, beers brewed in the USA. It's gonna be different styles, I think, throughout, so that way there's a good mix. The other one is from Costco's. It's Brewer's Advent Calendar, Germany. So that's gonna be all German styles throughout the calendar. So we're gonna also do, in addition to the Instagram Lives, to kind of kick it off, we're gonna do our bite episode. So we're gonna be featuring the USA, basically, versus German one. So we'll do one episode of each. That way you guys could kind of see it broken down and that will be posted up right away so you guys could kind of experience it with us. We'll find out if it's called soccer. Right. <laughs> so our first initial Instagram live video is going to be December 2nd. Because we're doing this in podcast form, December 1st is going to be right here in person. You guys can either listen or watch it uh, wherever you watch or listen to your podcast. Yep. And so kind of to wrap this up, we just wanted to kind of get, we kind of got your journey of kind of how you got there, the different styles, kind of where do you want to go with this? What's kind of your goals? Because having like Las Vegas Beer Snob on before, having kind of some of the guys from Beer Zombies, um, Tom from Deadwood, like for you kind of getting into craft beer, having your Instagram, like what are your goals? What do you want to do it? Do you want to do collabs with people? Do you want to have your own place like how does that vision for you look like yeah absolutely so my biggest thing is i love meeting new people new beers that's why a lot of times you guys see me at beer zombies or all these venues i'll be by myself because yeah. you know if you sometimes when you go with somebody else you're less likely to you know make a new friend or talk to somebody else and i like picking people's brains and learning mm -hmm. from everybody so yes absolutely a lot of collabs that's what i'm looking forward to and that's in the pipeline i want to do collaborations and see what um not just other people in you know the beerstagram community but also you know different brewers and how their mind works and what their tastes are like and how they come up with you know different beers another thing i want to do is rate a lot more venues because i do feel like you know the product does make a difference, yeah. but if the product is excellent and the service sucks, you know, it, it ruins the whole thing. Then you're going to rate this less. You're going to, you're not going to want to go back and try, you know, new things. So I do feel like venues is a huge part of the entire experience. Sure. You can buy some beer, you know, at retail and bring it home and drink it, but it's an entirely different experience when you're there. And it's in, as you guys know, it's entirely different getting something on draft versus in can or a bottle mm -hmm. and you want, the full experience. A lot of times, I think Heron was talking about earlier, is beers taste differently when they're on draft versus in a bottle. Yeah. So, I want to get more into that individualized section where it's like, all right, the experience plus the product plus how was the product delivered. Yeah. So, and I feel like that's that educational part that people will like because if you if you were to let's say. Um, you got a Pliny over there. Yeah. So if you're going to have the Pliny at that venue, you know, how would it taste and how would you rate it compared to if you're having it in a bottle, how did it age? You know, yeah. how long ago did you get it? How cold was it? Like there's so many factors and going back to the venue, 
it'll be an entirely different experience based on how the venue experience was. So I want to do a lot more of that and get into a lot more venues and just try them out and see how the beer is there. Possibly get some things to go, try them at home as well and see, compare and contrast. Yeah, I, I love that because it kind of goes always back to like some of the conversations we have at the bars with, you know, different people behind the bar, sitting with us, that whole concept of how do you go from like house beer, sharing beer, having it on draft to like that whole, how does that all combine into the ratings right. and then how does it combine into your personal opinion of the beers? Because yeah. sometimes, let's say Pliny, you, it's your first time getting it. You take it back from California, you bring it back to your homies, and you go and have it with them at the house. Amazing experience. Say you take it to a bottle share, and people haven't had it. People are hyped up. People are excited that you brought it. Oh, now it feels even better because you're sharing it with these people. They're excited. So like, how does that emotion affect the venue? What yeah. happens if you take it to a venue that, eh, they're just like, oh, yeah, you could share it, but like, don't like yeah. actively like hey let's get people to share it with you hey like hey who wants this it's like oh no you could share it you could kind of figure it out yeah like how do those elements play into all that so i like to hear that because we haven't really seen that and that's why you know we talk about the venues we go to or we try to do stuff like that too and for you to kind of highlight it and hopefully like do reels and show people like hey this is a cool spot to hang out this is what you could do here and this is why it made it so much fun people go you know what fine i won't drink at home because that's kind of the two hands that you have like of today's society or even in our range range do you go out do you stay in like oh man do i really want to go out and pay x y and z to yeah. just share beers when i have some at home like yeah. i have really good beer at home do i really want to go out tonight well, yeah, like you could get the homies, or we could get people, or meet people, or you're going to go by yourself. Or you just pop up to Big Beer Sunday and get rid of some of your stuff that you don't want. And you want to share yeah. with everyone. Yeah, so like those <laughs> options, yeah. that's another good option. Yeah. Like, How can people learn about that? Because some people won't even know it's Big Beer Sunday or what events are going on. So it's always cool to see, like, you know, Beer Zombies will post their event, or, you know, Abel Baker will post their event, and people will put it on their story, or they'll post it in a Facebook group, like, hey, guys, this is going on, hey... And just trying to like get it out there so you never know that follower of yours or someone that's in vegas at the time or visiting or even a local will be like i didn't even know that was happening because yeah. that happens to us like there's been a couple times where as much as we're in the scene and trying to stay on top of things you know things slip or you'll see like, a lot of things going on yeah there's a lot of things going on can you make it all or you're like hey he's over there hanging out like oh no i'm missing out like, i want to go <laughs> and hang out so it's like that whole combination of that's why we post. That's why we kind of share it out. And the more that the community does that, yeah. it's cool to see more people join on and do those type of things. Yeah, and that's why I feel like also it, it makes a big difference, um, whether it's on Tapped or Instagram, seeing where that beer is being consumed. Yeah. Like if, when you have the location tagged, yeah. like, okay, this beer was had at Beer Zombies during a Big Beer Sunday. Yeah. You know, it, like you said, it's a combination of everything. So I feel like that's a big part of it. And also seeing, you know, wherever somebody's at, it kind of reminded me of how I met you. Yeah. And it was the craziest thing. Um, do we have time for me to yep, tell that story? Yeah, yeah. So it was the craziest thing to me because I believe I was at, I think it was at Beer Zombies Warm. No, it was at Beer Zombies Dean Martin. Yeah. So I was chilling there and um, I think Heron, you were there. And was it Ticks? I think he was there too. Uh -huh. And then... Oh, somebody, yeah, Tiger, yeah. Yeah, Tiger. 
he was there, and then somebody else. There was a third person. Oh, no, you two were there, and then a third person had texted me. They all were saying the same thing. They're like, are you going to JB's thing tomorrow? I'm like, oh, yeah. what are you talking about, <laughs> yeah, JB's yeah. thing? Like, is JB a place? Like, what? <laughs> Like, what? Do you mean, like, PB and J? Like, what are you saying? Who the fuck is JB? Yeah. That was basically my reaction, because it was just one after the next. It's kind of a big deal. And I think, yeah. It's and kind I, of a big deal. First, it was, it was Tiger, because I, uh, I was chilling at the bar, and he's like, oh, yeah, so, you know, after we got, you know, pleasantries out of the way, he's like, so I'll see you tomorrow, right? And I was like, see me tomorrow where? <laughs> he's like, you're not going to JB's thing? And I... I promise you, within 10 minutes, this guy shows up, pointing at Heron here, and he shows up, and he's like, hey, what's up, dude? Uh, you're coming tomorrow, right? And I'm like, what are you <laughs> talking <laughs> about? What's tomorrow? He's like, you're not going to JB's thing? And then he gets distracted, and I think you were like, because the bartender asked you what you wanted. Yeah. And then I get, I look at my phone real quick while he's ordering the beer, and next thing you know, it's uh, Quinn. Yeah. And Quinn's oh, texting yeah. him. Oh, my gosh. And he's right. like, hey, hey, yo, yo, I see you're checking in at uh, Dean Martin. Are you coming to um, <laughs> <laughs> to JV's thing at, at downtown Summerlin? I'm like, what am I missing out on here? Like, somebody clue me in. Like, he everybody... Said, he said, I'm down, but where the, who the fuck is this guy? Where is it at? That's what I kept saying. I, I, I asked Tiger then while he was ordering. I was like... JB's thing. What's JB's thing? Like, is this some kind of weird thing, or like, what is it? I'm like, no, it's his birthday. I was like, okay, so JB's a person who has a birthday. Put the pieces together. Like, okay, and it's here. Like, what? Tell me more. And he's like, you don't know JB? I was like, that's. Oh my God, there we go. So lost here. So they're like, yeah, yeah, you should come through. And then Heron got his beer, and then he started talking to me about it. And I was like, all right, I don't know the guy. Like, sure, like I'm just walking in blind on a on a birthday bash here and he's like yeah yeah it's fine you know you're you drink beer and he's bringing a bunch of beers and it's a whole birthday share so i was like all right let's do let's go to a a random guy's birthday party at the time so i ended up showing up brought a couple beers and you know met you guys there and you know the rest is history but they gave it to you they gave it to you in blues clues clues yeah i know that was was they gave Going to JB's thing, you had to figure out who that was. You had to figure out where it was at. And yeah, you had, you had to figure out where the vendor was. I had to check mailbox uh, over yeah. here. With he Quinn. had his he had his notebook and his crayon yeah. jot down notes. Um, mailbox failed to deliver that yeah. invite properly. But no, it was a good time because we had so much beer to share. We, I mean, we had Pliny the Younger there. We all got to right. share, which was sick. We had God, we had a good time at downtown Summerlin. Then we all migrated to Warm Springs. Pat was holding it down, and Pat did the most ridiculous um, power hour of our life. Um, yeah. We went through a shit ton of stuff. We just kept handing it to him, and he's like, all right, let's get this bar going. That, that's that the was... part where you guys lost me. Yeah. You guys went to Warm Springs. I said, I got work in the morning. I was like, y'all yeah. can go have fun. Was, was that last year? I think it was yeah. last year, right? Yeah. No, it was it this no. year. It was this year. It was this year. That's how long this year. That's Technically, it's gonna be a year here pretty soon. So true. I mean, yeah, so we're it's summer. It was yeah. April. So we're it we're an advent calendar away from yeah. <laughs> being next year. It does feel like a year though. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. But we're gonna go ahead and wrap that up here. You can find all episodes at bruisewth.com or you can find us at Instagram at bruisewth. We're also on Facebook. It's Bruise with the Homies. We're on YouTube, Bruise with the Homies. Same on 
Spotify, Apple, and all the other places. All yeah, the Instagram. other places you get your And podcast. then also follow, like all of Bruce Clue's stuff. He always posts great reels. He's always out there, so you can check out his stories. And don't be afraid to ask him what kind of beers he likes or like where to get some good stuff. Yeah. He, like he said, half of the other Bruce Clues is in. California. 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 So if you're in California, LA area, don't be afraid to DM the page to find out where you can find some good stuff. Yep, and stay tuned for the bite episodes that we'll be posting. Later, guys. Cheers. 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 Cheers.